right, friends, welcome to Light Not Might. My name is Danielle Day, and this is the podcast that celebrates people getting out of their own way, and it's really honoring our COVID period. This is December 2020, and it's a challenging time, and the vaccine has just been approved, and we're excited about inaugurating a new administration next month. And it feels like things are going to get better, but it's also going to be a long time before things are better. I know myself, I've had a challenging time during COVID and I'm on my way back creating some new endeavors, working on some new projects. And um, I had such a great conversation with our next guest. I did teacher training for Annalisa's group last year and it was kind of far away about an hour and a half drive from where I live in Seattle to this community in another county a very rural place and it's not a place that I had ever really traveled to but um, right away I loved the group I was working with and Annalisa was a real champ in her group she had a super attitude and she really made training such a treat and friends I got a chance to speak with her and catch up with her and man, I wish I'd called her about seven months ago. She's winning COVID. She's winning this era. She graduated teacher training, hit the ground running and friends. I loved this conversation with Annalisa. I hope that you enjoy this too. She's a real light worker. She's really getting after it. She She's inspired myself. She's inspired my journey. I, I absolutely love this conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks. All right. Well, Annalisa, welcome to the podcast. Friends, this is a conversation with one of my very favorite teacher training alumni. Please uh, welcome Annalisa to our podcast, Light Not Might. Annalisa, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm well. It's so nice to hear your voice. Friends, we were just (laughs) saying that we hadn't spoken since we saw each other last. And uh, catch catch us up. When did we see each other last? January 19th. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's when you guys wrapped. And um, Annalisa, <laughs> I was so proud of you. I have to say, I couldn't wait to call you because I loved having you in training. I loved having you in training so much because I loved your story. I loved your journey. I loved your attitude. I loved your personality. And it was wonderful to be there watching you really become the teacher that you already were. So so maybe you can share with the listeners whatever you feel like sharing about what brought you to yoga and just, you know, catch them up. Your, your tale is so beautiful. I'll let you tell it, love. <laughs> well, um, so I, before yoga, I was a, a diehard um, cattle, I worked on dairy farms and, and I had children because I wanted a family and that's all I ever did. I thought yoga was for people that were just wanting to be bendier and I was really wrong, but that's beside the point. Um, so I was a dairy farmer and I had had my 12th child, uh, Natalie, my little girl, she's five now. Oh, I know time goes really fast and I was minding my own business, working like I always do, as you know, dairy farmers are hard workers. 
and I got sick. And um, I didn't realize what was wrong. I, I thought maybe I was just getting out of shape or something, but it actually happened to be that I developed a heart condition. I got sick with cardiomyopathy. Uh. Yeah, it was it was very detrimental. I went into depression and could only think about how I would only see my daughter grow to be about seven, maybe, if I was lucky, because I looked everything up on the internet and it said that I wouldn't live very long. So my heart actually healed up within three months time. They put me on some meds and it healed up. And I felt like that was a new chance, uh, a chance to restart a new beginning instead of looking at it being the end. Yeah. It was time to start something new. So it inspired me to try out yoga. <laughs> so I went to my first yoga class and I had no idea. I weighed about 300 pounds at the time, which is overweight, but I still was going to give it a shot. And and this wasn't just a yoga studio. What kind of studio was it? I started a hot yoga studio. Yes, you did. <laughs> you went all in. I jumped in head first. <laughs> feet first. Feet yes. first. <laughs> and I had no idea. They, they described that. Uh, power vinyasa would be 98 degrees and Hatha was 110. And I was just like, wow, that's really hot. I can't even stand summer heat. So how am I going to do this? <laughs> what did you think after your first class? I thought I was very, very, very tight. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> and the heat wasn't so bad. It got really hot. Yeah. But I kind of felt pretty because I was all shiny oh, and sweaty but that's so cool you know the the mirrors are there and and, and that studio oh, yes. has a great lighting concept so everybody looks so beautiful <laughs> it changed my life it really did and so I continued to go to yoga and since my heart had healed up I really wanted to exercise my heart and make it healthier because everybody knows that exercise makes your body healthier. It doesn't necessarily help you lose weight. Right. But it does help you get healthier. It does. Nutrition twice, exercise once, huh? Exactly. Exactly. So I did change some of my nutrition as well. Don't get me wrong. I quit drinking caffeine and quit eating fried food. And I, you know, I don't eat junk food. And I no, totally honey, you ate healthier than myself and all of the other <laughs> folks in teacher training put together during training. We would shuffle off for lunch and I'd see you with your healthy choice meal. And I'd be like going next door for the <laughs> grilled cheese and tomato soup special. <laughs> and I was like, oh I got to get it together. Annalisa is so inspiring. I needed to get healthier. So I was you doing were. both. You were. Mind, body and soul. Oh. <laughs> I saw the prettiest picture of you on Instagram last week. You were standing out in a oh. field and I was like, I have to call her. We have to talk on the podcast. You, what was behind that photo? What was going on that day? You just look so beautiful and happy. So we, we're doing a pose challenge and, and even though I'm a teacher, so I, I'm not actually eligible to win. Mm -hmm. I still like to do the challenges now that I've been practicing yoga for three years. I really enjoy go out on a limb and see as far as I can go. And then I like to inspire people. So I do the challenges, you know, if I can inspire you yep. to move on and continue forward, then by golly, I'm going to do that. Yes. And so those are actually um, 
hazelnut trees in the background huh. and there are truffles that grow on the roots <gasps> underneath white, them. It's, white it's truffles really or black neat. truffles? What kind of truffles? Black, black truffles. Ooh. So it's kind of neat. And I just wanted to get a picture out in the open. <sighs> so I went ahead and went and did it outside in the rain in the field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. So you're teaching. Oh, yes. When did you lot. start teaching? So you, you finished your training January 19th. When did you start teaching, Annalisa? I started teaching. I started subbing right away. Cool. Right away, I was able to sub. And then COVID hit uh-huh. and everything got shut down. You had like a and... good six weeks then before COVID hit or how yes, long? And yes, about six weeks. Okay. About six weeks. How many classes and... did you teach in that six-week period? Uh, I probably taught about eight. How did it feel? Uh, scary and ah. nervous at first, but now I've been teaching over 100 hours oh, and I feel fine. Honey, congratulations. On a- yeah. No, I feel really good now. I mean, at first you're a little bit, am I going to remember everything? What if I forget something? Well, And you get in there and you go through it. Yeah. And if you forget something, you uh-huh. don't forget it a second time. I mean, yep. it just comes. Yeah. Did you notice the students foreshadowing a posture and that's what brought you to the moment where you're like, Ooh, I forgot that. Or, or was it, did you wake up in the middle of yes. the night? Like I always do. Where I'm like, I didn't do the second side. <sighs> I've done both. I've gone in and I actually see a student going to do a posture yeah. and I didn't like, call Thank it. you. And then I'm like, no. <laughs> and, and I've come home and I went, Oh, I didn't do a second back bend in my hotha. Oh no. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my gosh. I've done both. <laughs> well, good job. And you know, just like in training, you always had such a gracious spirit. There was never a shame in your game. You know, you were always like, oh, thanks for looking out for me kind of vibe. Oh, yes. I still feel that way. Oh, so cool. You, when did you decide to become a teacher? <sighs> so I joined yoga three years ago on, it was February 17th is when I started yoga altogether first time and then they had a teacher training at the studio about May and I watched all all of those students taking teacher training Uh and they were always so happy Uh and they looked like they were fulfilled and and content with their life and I admired it and I went you know what Someday, yeah, I'd like to do that. Oh, I'm so I proud would, of you. Here, it's yeah. like pressing your face against a bakery window and looking oh, at. Oh yeah, the, <laughs> that's so cool that you said that's for me. <laughs> well, and I'm not gonna lie. When I started teacher training, I didn't think I was gonna be ready as soon as we walked out the door from graduating. Well, what happened? Oh, we were. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right. I'm not going to take your money and tell you how pretty you are. No, no. Teacher training was great. I'm really glad that you had us learn as hard as you did. Yeah. But it wasn't, it didn't feel hard. It was just consistent and steady. Yes. And and knowledgeable. Yes. You were so knowledgeable that it really helped. And I feel like it made me a better teacher. Oh, I'm so grateful. You you came in with the right attitude, though. I knew from the second you signed up the kinds of questions you were asking and just your energy. I couldn't wait to meet you. I was just so excited. I didn't know, though, (laughs) if you were a guy or a girl because your husband and you were sharing an email, I think. And it was like 
who's David slash Annalisa? Like, I'm either going to meet a really cool guy or a really cool gal, but it's just going to be cool. (laughs) That's funny. I didn't even think of that. (laughs) I didn't care. I was just like, you know, we, we are just excited for whoever shows up. But there you were. And you were so sweet. You had the biggest smile I ever saw. And I just wanted to hug you. And it was in the before times. So I think you let me. And that was very cool. <laughs> it but, was great. Oh, so you had a good six weeks to get a good you know, bunch of hours under your belt teaching as a sub. What happened when yes. COVID hit? Because like, I saw right away so, on my YouTube or something on my Facebook, I was like, you were teaching classes. You were putting up a li- yep. little camera in your house. Talk yep. about that. What were you doing? I, I was trying to help people still. I was trying to keep everybody going and from going into a depression from sitting, you know, sitting in their houses and not doing anything. So I was like, you know, why not do some lives? I know what I'm doing. I can't see you, but you can see me. I was and- so impressed. And I was one of those people sat on the couch. I really should have pushed play. Honestly, I just kind of like <laughs> went on with my day drinking and was like, wow, she's in the zone. And I fell down like emotionally and then picked myself back up. And now I'm only starting to do what you did. But I love this. You immediately said, I can't see you. You can see me. So I'm going to record. What did you learn during that? Because there's a lot of real experienced teachers on Elisa who are too scared to do what you are describing. So go. What did you learn? How How did it work? One of the things that I learned is that you can't recreate the energy within the yoga room doing it but you can spread your energy to other students, even from a distance. Uh, that's so cool. What was your tech game like? Did you did you have a hard time setting things up like for sound or video quality or uploading? Like, what, you, what, you know, it's what really that? funny. It's really funny. I bought a tripod and I used my own cell phone oh. and I used my little speaker. I have a little um, JBL speaker. Uh-huh. And I turned them on and we went to town. (laughs) I love it. I love it. You just jumped in. You were braver than me. It took me months to get to that place, hon. Well, now we're doing it. I do it live now, too, on Facebook. I haven't ah! I haven't quite figured out how to do, like, YouTube yet, but I'm working on well, it. Well, sweetie, I got to tell you about learnitlive.com. Did you look into that at all? No, but I'm going to. Yeah, you must, because they have a wonderful system. Greg and I checked it out, and I can't wait to teach on that platform. And since you already are so experienced teaching on the internet, this is going to be tailor-made for you. So um, when we get off the call, I'll send a note to the people and and recommend you, dear. So yeah, you're okay. going to love it. It's going to be it's going to be so easy. It's silly. So YouTube is one thing, but this it's way it's going to be way way better. So you started teaching like so. What's your routine? Is it once a week? Is it once a month? Like what's the deal? Okay, so I started teaching where I was teaching once a week at Your Hot, and then I got hired on to teach once a week at another place. Nice. And then I got taught to teach once a week at another place. Wow. And the way I looked at it is there, you know, there's a few teachers. You, were so three, you, gotta you had three jobs. <laughs> I had three places that I was working at That's and then so COVID cool. hit. But the way I looked at it is once I got my foot in the door, yeah. then they'd hire me for more classes. Oh, I love it. And then COVID hit, but that's okay. Uh-huh. It'll go away. It'll go away. We'll be back. You'll be back. It'll be good. Uh-huh. Or I'll do my own thing. You know, I don't See? have. No. I wanna, 
I want to do my own thing. You can. You can. I mean, God bless our friends that own studios. We know the challenges that that presents. But now with this new age upon us of technology, you you can have your own studio at your house. No overhead, no construction, no germs. It's going to be awesome. Which is what I would love. And my my husband, I, I'm going to have him build me a, ah! a room off ah! of my house. So it's my own sanctuary oh, to do yoga, anything else. Because I've done studying for meditation too, as oh, well. And course. so I want to be able to heal people through yoga meditation. Yes. And I also have studied Reiki. Oh my so. God. Oh my God. Oh, my God. This is so fun. See, this is why I like to not talk to you guys on the phone for a year and then podcast with you. And then the whole world can hear what you're doing. So you've become a Reiki healer, too? Yes. Ah! Ah, I'm so proud of you. It's amazing. What's the name of your business? I don't have a name yet. Mm, Okay. I have to figure out a name. (laughs) As if your own name weren't lyrical and beautiful and musical enough. Annalisa, Annalisa, men have named you. I just, (laughs) it makes me so happy to say it and to think of it and to think of you and to think of you in this space. Yeah, you have a grounding energy. So to hear that you are teaching meditation is no surprise to me. How does that feel? Does it feel different than teaching yoga? What's the difference between teaching yoga, meditation, and doing Reiki? So yoga, I feel like I'm I'm helping people's bodies more. And Reiki, I feel like I'm actually, or meditation itself, I feel like it really helps them get into their own mind and their own soul. It's an amazing feeling when you have somebody come into class and they're all wound up and you walk them through some meditation, you give them a class and walk them through more meditation at the end. And they're just so at peace at the Uh end. It's, it's beautiful. It's addictive, isn't it? Oh, yes, it is. Making a difference just feels good. (laughs) Well, and I love to hear that you've been working this whole time then. It doesn't sound like you missed a beat. No, I'm actually doing private online lessons right now for so many people. I, I teach... I teach Hatha every other day. We teach Hatha and uh, Power Vinyasa. Great. Six days a week. And then three days a week, I'm teaching Hatha for another group of people online. That's so amazing. Annalisa. A lot of classes. It's a lot of classes. (laughs) You're becoming a master. But I love it. And I'm learning more. And more and more. Every class you walk out and you've learned something. That's so true. It's the perfect crime, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Annalisa, this is so great. This makes me so happy. I'm so proud it's of you. A, it actually makes me happy, too. Oh, hon. And so, so now the children, you know, have you also been juggling doing homeschooling during COVID? Because with 12 kids, remind uh, me again, how old is your oldest? My oldest is 25. Okay. And your baby is five now. Yes. So how many school agers are you helping while you're also growing this beautiful (laughs) teaching career? Six. Wow. Wow. (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) Wow. You always are so unflappable. You're like, I I have 12 kids. I can handle anything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I do the classes early in the morning before school. Good. 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 But no, I've I have not been it's been just as hard for me as it has for other families as far as the schooling goes. 
You know, I have my children that slack off that don't want to get on their Zoom meetings. And I have my children that are really ahead and doing great. They're all different. So it's been quite the adventure. Oh, my gosh. Well, I am so proud to hear of you managing it all. And I love this dairy farmer ethic that gets you up early and you get to the (laughs) mic and you serve the light and you help these people start their day. Like, what a wonderful energy for you to then bring to the troops and be like, okay, people, we got Zoom calls, we got homework, we got school. And that's about what it sounds like, too. (laughs) (laughs) Get up. Time to go to work. I love it. So, gosh, now, may I ask you a question about your personal practice now with all of the teaching and all of the hustle and bustle? How do you center and prepare and care for yourself just for yourself? Is that something that you're able to work in? So I haven't done as much as I should be lately. And that, you know, I'm being honest, I'm working on it. Uh, I've been working on my own practice because when I teach, I do it in front of them. So I've been working on it, but it's not quite the same as taking. So what I've been trying to do is find my own space and work on my own postures and just kind of meditate. Good. But I've only been getting it in a couple times a week. What I'd like to do is add it in like at least three or four times a week just to give myself my own grounding, my own self-healing, my own energy back into myself so that I can provide for others. Yeah. Start, Start with just like two times a week. And 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 say if three happens, that's great. But you know, be real gentle on yourself. Um, I've seen, you know, as a hazard mm-hmm. of the job, my early career teachers really jump into teaching, learn all they can, like you are, and that is great. That is great. But then they become a yep. little bit shamed uh, of themselves. They're shaming themselves that they have not been practicing, and then they start to tell themselves a story. And then they start to feel bad and then things start to fall apart. So just please remember that even the most experienced teachers also are saying to themselves, man, I got to get to my mat. So just just consider 10 minutes of meditation a win. And if it becomes an hour of Hatha or what have you, that's great. But promise you'll stay gentle on yourself. I will. I promise. Good, good, because it's too important. I mean, it took me, I mean, geez, Louise, how long did it take me? It took me until 2015 to finally get my own personal practice, and it had to happen in a studio. I just plunked down, you know, $700 for an annual membership for, what, four years in a row just to make sure I built my own practice back, and now I can practice at home every day. But look, it took, what, 20 years to do that. So I want you to listen to my tale. It's not going to happen overnight. It really won't. Right now, your job is to teach and, 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 and you will grow and learn just by that. And that is good enough. And, and it'll take a while, but one day you'll get to that place and it's a great place. It's a great place. And you know, that's, that's one of the reasons I've been okay with not jumping out and teaching five or six classes a week. Because I have been able to study more since I graduated, and I have been able to take classes at the studios. It's just been since the studios shut down that I have not taken as many classes as I was. Well, there, there you go. So when the studio was open, what was your routine then? So you got, you got your own teaching in the morning, got the kids doing school, like, like, so jumping into the studio and being a student, 
that sounds like you. Absolutely. Good job. I did too. How many, how many classes a week were you hitting during that period? I was three to four awesome. a week. Awesome. That is so cool. That's so Because you. I would take the weekend off to give to my family. See, you must. So. Good. Good. Oh, I, I, I know. It's like, I can't not give advice because of my wisdom and experience and how much I love you. And please forgive me for waggling a finger. But if I could do it over <laughs> again, I would have made my family time more of a priority. I was too busy trying to be a big deal. And now that my child is 25, you know, I, I, I wonder what I lost by doing that. So good job. Good job. Balancing. You have it all. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, you know, I went to a dinner last year, Christmas dinner, and there was a bunch of us sitting around the table because I'm 46 now. Mm -hmm. And I had just turned 45. And this this lady leans over to this young man that was turning 40 the, the next year. So he would have turned 40 this year. Mm -hmm. And she says, oh, it sucks that you're going to turn 40 because it all goes downhill after that. It just gets worse and your body breaks down. Your mind breaks down. It just gets worse and you age. And I looked at him and I said, no, Good. it's all great. After you turn 40, just how, how you look at it, what you do. I love it. Oh, I love it. That's so you. That's because I feel better than I did when I was 35. Woo! And at 46, do you just feel so good? I feel great. I'm so happy. When did you really go? Good. What did you learn when you saw a doctor recently, like maybe someone who has been attending to your cardiac health? Did they like, did you knock their socks off? Yeah, he, he was funny because I've lost 100 pounds since Ow! I first started seeing him. <laughs> uh, He's like, oh, you look great. Oh, my gosh. I <laughs> wish all my patients would do what you've done. They'd be a lot healthier. You lost 100 pounds. <laughs> pounds what what top three things got you to that accomplishment so the top three things would be food uh -huh. you know you really got to watch your food um but your mind as well you know i would actually have to say the mind is even more powerful than your diet yeah or losing weight yeah and then it would have to be rest you need to rest good work do you prioritize sleep i mean a uh, woman with 12 children like tell me your sleep practice because i <laughs> i tell you i think that's the thing that most people just they don't take it into account and when you sleep you get free human growth hormone like that is a supplement in itself that you without it you cannot burn fat you just can't so what how many hours yep. of sleep do you get at night is it something that you defend and protect and how people want to know <laughs> so i try to get at least seven hours a night however some nights i can't because my children are still young, so they come in and climb on the bed, and I can't sleep when my body starts to hurt and I can't move. <laughs> because there's like eight <laughs> other humans. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but so cool. I really tried. I, I, I'll go in my room and at least meditate and calm my mind down for at least seven hours a night. That's good. That is good. That is good. That is good. So with nutrition, how did you flip the switch? Like, what was your strategy? Did you give yourself a budget for calories? And how did you track that? Like, how did you go from one end to the other in terms of just like eating? What'd you do? Oh, so I 
my so the first thing I did was I took out anything that was harmful to your heart. Okay. I mean now condition. Uh-huh. So I took out whatever I felt was bad for my heart. And then after that, I tried working on my um my calories. Mm-hmm. You know, I pulled up whatever app I could to keep track of my calories. Yep. And what it came down to, because I got stuck for over a year about six months ago. Mm-hmm. And then COVID hit, and I'm not gonna lie, it my weight went up. Sure. I gained 30 pounds. Me too. And I was like, what in the world's going on here? And I was seeing the doctor, I saw the nutritionalist, yeah. I saw I had my blood drawn and we did hormones. Uh-huh. And it turns out my cortisol was super high. And if your cortisol is high, you can't nope. lose weight. Nope, it's, it's an it's anabolic really crazy hormone. how that works. Yep, it's an anabolic yep. hormone. It's, it's just going to build. So what did you do so to address the cortisol? I started teaching again. Yeah. <laughs> there's something about teaching yoga. And that's yes! part of the reason I went online. Is there's something about helping people, yes. guiding them through their practice yes! that just makes you feel good. And it'll take away all the cortisol because you're no mm-hmm. longer stressed as exactly, much. Exactly, because you're serving. You're It's going outward. You're serving people, yeah. Oh, and that's what I love doing. That's so cool. And so right away, your body got the memo that all is well, that you're not yep. in crisis. And all of a sudden, you got back to good. That's so cool. Tell me about your yeah, water. Like, and I, feel I like, drink a lot of water. Yeah, I feel like you were on top of your hydration so yeah. much during training. Sometimes folks have a hard time with that. What's your practice? How many ounces do you drink a day? Uh, I try to get at least 100 ounce, ounces a day. Cool. I try to get at least 100. Cool. So, and I don't feel, in fact, if I don't, if I don't get in, at least 70 ounces before I go to bed, then I wake up and I'm really thirsty. Yeah. Then I drink a bunch. Then I got to wake up and go to yeah. the bathroom. So it really <laughs> does benefit to drink it during the day. Uh-huh. All day, <laughs> every day. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Grab our sippers here. Mm-hmm. Right on. And so let me ask you this. Um, are you lifting weights? I do lift weights. I do sculpt mostly. Yeah. Have you been teaching I it? love sculpt. I haven't been teaching it as much. I've just been doing it. Awesome. Awesome. Good job. I'm so excited. It's a fun class. I love the fact that you can listen to some rock out music and you can just pull the weights and you're working on your balance at the same time. Yeah. It's a good class. (laughs) I love it. Oh, that's awesome. So you're getting, you're getting it all. Now, do you end up like for cardio proper? Do you end up walking? For cardio, I usually do power vinyasa. Yeah. Oh, that really so does beautiful. help my heart rate get up. It so does. I I was walking, but walking to me gets kind of boring because we're indoors with it raining so much. Yeah. So I've been doing a lot of power vinyasa I for cardio. It. I love it. Well, yay. Well, gosh. And you're lifting weights, your own body weight. Exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> so I remember all of the fun advancements you made in your personal practice during yoga teacher training oh my god catch me up yeah, what what cool. have you accomplished lately you're like danielle now i can do this okay so during teacher training you taught me how to do crow pose yeah. and you taught me how to flip my dog i thought that was amazing because i always thought people were jumping down and you guided me through it and i was able to, so now i flip my dog all the time <laughs> which is great i know it's funny i love it now i'm addicted <laughs> so cool and then 
I actually am able to do Don Damana Donna Rossina now, Dude, which I didn't do before. That's so cool. So now oh, I can. I love, cool. I love that video where I had you put your hand on my shoulder. It's so uh-huh. now. I, I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> it, it's amazing what you're That's... able to do King Pigeon on my right side. Really? Yeah, which I never thought I'd get my, okay. I remember. It wasn't a matter of never thought. I just thought it would take me a lot longer to get my toes into the crease of my right, arm. Right, you know, and oh, my elbow. so cool. So I, I know it's amazing what you can do. Oh, I can do Donna Rossina now. I couldn't do that one before. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so proud of you. I always am excited when teachers offer two sets for two legs, but now you're grabbing yep. both feet? Yep. That's so great. It's amazing. It's really amazing. Oh, I'm so and if happy. you just stick with it, uh-huh. you're and you know, I didn't realize I could do it until I just did it. Yep, that's it. I love it when students are like, I did this for the first time. <laughs> well, what happened? Well, I just did. I just did. <laughs> I love it's it. amazing. I love it. I love it. And teachers pro tip here. That's why we encourage in dialogue to not say you know, try, or uh, if you can, look, just guide, you know, cue the breath, say the name of the pose, and then verb your body part. And that's how students advance their practice. Because if they're always hearing like, okay, some of you can do this, they'll opt out. Yeah, they'll be afraid. They'll be too afraid to go further. Right, right, right. If you put a story around like, okay, okay, now this might not work for everyone. Then of course, folks are going to be like, ooh, too rich for my blood. Yeah. And and I always remember what you said about when we were sitting there in teacher training and we were talking and somebody said, I have to go do this. And you said, no, 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 no. You don't say I have to, you say I get to. Oh. And I've never forgotten that either. I'm glad that you remembered it. I feel like the day I heard my teacher say that my whole life changed my whole it life. It does because it really does make a difference how you say what's going to happen. Yep. You know, today, yep. today, yep. I, today I'm not yep. able to get to there, right. but, but that doesn't mean I won't be able to tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. I remember that one too. <laughs> exactly. I just, my, this morning, my best friend, we were talking about hockey tickets. She's like, I can't afford $500 a game. And in my brain, I didn't say it out loud, but in my brain, I was like, today we can't afford $500 a game. Yeah. Finish your sentence. <laughs> today. Dot, dot, dot. It really does make a difference because when you say I can't, yeah, it just, yeah. it's like shuts a door. It does. It shuts a door. When you say today, the door is still open. Thank you. There's still a chance. Thank you. Oh, Annalisa, <laughs> see, this is why I wanted to talk to you today. You know, having you in teacher training, it was just the X factor for the whole group. You know, your attitude of gratitude and just your light. You know, no wonder you're teaching and serving and doing Reiki on top of it. Boy, that that's what have you learned with that pivot? Reiki. Oh my word, it's amazing. The the energy that you can feel from one person. Hmm. It's amazing. Huh. Huh. It's the only thing I haven't dabbled in. All my friends are Reiki practitioners and I get to just uh, hear about it. And and I've never heard anybody be like, well, that doesn't work. <laughs> oh no, it truly does. And you know, even if it's just a moment for you to stop and slow down, yeah. it's still going to help. Huh. How would you describe you it when people are like, what's Reiki? How do you describe it? 
I tell you that it's healing your body by pulling energy from me and through you yeah. and pulling your bad energy out and helping you to fill up with fresh energy. Wow. Oh, oh how cool. How long have you been doing Reiki healing? Oh, I'm new to it. I, I took my first teacher training, or sorry, my first Reiki one uh -huh. back in October. And then I took Reiki two on Sunday, the 13th oh. of December. Well, congratulations that you're already feeling like you can do it and being this new to it. That sure is an endorsement. That sure is. Oh, oh that's exciting. It's amazing. Wow. It's amazing. Well, very cool. Well, gosh, what is next for you? Like, it sounds like you've checked a lot of boxes. You've got a lot going on. <laughs> What's next? Okay, you're going to laugh at me. I never laugh I at actually, you. I, I know, but I want to become a massage therapist. You must. <laughs> You must. There's nothing laughable about that. That sounds to me like the next step for you. I mean, like I said, you have a grounding, healing presence. The minute I laid eyes on you, the minute we spoke, the minute I met you, I wanted to hug you. I just did. I drove all the way from Seattle, clear up to where you are. And I, I was like, my whole body was still in motion, but something about your energy, I was just like, I'm going to be okay. I'm so happy you're going to do this. Where will you study? When will you study? And how soon will you be at LMP so people can receive this exciting gift? I want to study up here in Arlington. Uh -huh. There's a massage school here in Arlington itself. And I was debating on starting in February, but with everything that's going on, I think I'm going to hold off and start at the beginning of September okay. so that I can worry about the kids in school and make sure that they get through this. There you go. There you go. I mean, they're the priority. And I love this. Yep. That gives you a lot of time to just still do what you're doing. Maybe yep. study a little deeper on the anatomy and the physiology. Your your books that you had from teacher training will be a real good resource. Oh, they're fantastic. Yeah, they'll be good a books. good resource. Really good books. Well, you read them. Good job. <laughs> yeah. I have bought more since. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, gosh, Annalisa, I, I got to let you go because you have so much going on. I promise you we wouldn't be on the phone all day. But this this has been such a joy and a treat. And I'm just so grateful. Um, I'm excited for people to hear your story. What else do you want people to know? You know, this podcast is called Light Not Might because the light is what we bring when we are serving and in service to other people and, and might is something where we're either hesitating, like saying, try, you know, I might do this, I might do that, or might like just being a tough guy with your dukes up, you know? Um, right. So we say light, not might, like, so you're turning toward the positive and just your absolute birthright to do what you love and love what you do. So to those memos, to the wider audience and to folks who follow your good work, you know, what say you in, in, our, in our final wrap up here, love? There's always something more out there and you don't ever have to give up any time, any age. You can do it if you really want to. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Was there ever a time during COVID this whole few months where you felt stuck or down at all or did you just never? The first time, the first time, the first set, I was feeling down and I was afraid. and. This time, I'm just, I'm just helping everybody. I'm just trying to help everybody, and it helps me. Yeah. Helping people helps me. It does. 
So I'm keeping my head up and I feel pretty good. We're homeschooling. So I actually get my family around me all the time, which I love. It's really not that bad. Not, is it? It's not. It's no. I don't ever want to go back to the old way. I love my husband working from home. I love being here creating. Now that I'm back into my groove, I should have called you. (laughs) I'm telling you, April, May, June, July, (laughs) August, September, my dog died. My dog died. I know. I I, oh, I fell apart. But then something clicked, and I I just turned on a dime, and now I'm on the way back up. But I'm telling you, my heart right now, hearing about your work and your light and your strength, just I'm so glad that I called you today. I'm so happy we're going to send this podcast out to people, Annalisa. Me too. Yay! Very happy. Yay! Well, gosh. Let's catch up again in, 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 like, say, in the fall, you know, uh, when you are doing massage. I'm excited for folks to hear what's next for your journey. Yeah, I can't wait to. I think it'll be really good. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. I knew you would be teaching, like, the next class the next day. When I said goodbye to you guys and I drove away, I was like, yeah. I, I, I mean, like, I didn't come down from that high for, like, at least a month. But as I was trying uh-huh. to safely maneuver my vehicle back to my home after I saw you guys that last time, I was like, Annalisa will have a studio this time next year. You know, it's funny because I really do want one. If it weren't for the fact that COVID happened, I would have had, well, I would have invested in well, one. Well, your husband's now, building you one. And like exactly, I said, yeah. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Now I'm just making my own. Yep. So yep. 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 It's the same thing. Yep. Well, watch your email because after we get off the phone, like I said, I'm going to connect you with those folks. Sweet. Excellent. All right. Well, gosh, thank you so <laughs> So very much, Annalisa. Oh, thank you. Yay. 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 Well, happy holidays. Oh, yes. Happy holidays to you, too. All right. And everybody else. And everybody else. And all your 12 children and your fabulous husband. (laughs) All right. Well, we could do the 12 Days of Christmas song. Oh, God. That's so awesome. (laughs) That's so, so beautiful. New goal. (laughs) Very cool. All right. Well, thanks for the inspiration, dear. Thank you for everything. Oh, you're too. so very welcome. I can't wait to talk to you next. <laughs> Me too. All right. Take care. You too. Thanks, <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, friends. Boy, that was soul stirring to say the least. Please take a second. Take a big breath here. Open your mouth, AJ. Ask yourself, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Ask yourself, who loves you? Who do you love? To whom or to what do you dedicate your energy and the time that you have been given today? And think, thank goodness you are this strong. You're this well. You're this fit. You're this healthy. You're this happy. And you are this loved. (laughs) That time we spent together in teacher training All I knew was that I was looking at a champion. I was looking at a superstar. I was looking at somebody who was a guide for other people. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? She was a dairy farmer, a laudable profession, absolutely the hardest work you can do. 12 children in a house just doing her life. Suddenly, an illness one where she thought she wouldn't get to see her tiniest child enter middle school. 
and then to heal and then to be able to say, wow, okay, well, I've got this new chance. What do I do with it? I love that she was an outsider looking in during her practice in the studios, watching the yoga teacher trainees, you know, start and execute and then finish yoga teacher training. I love that she saw what that was doing for them and to them. I love that she said, that's for me. And I love that she said, I'm in. I love that she signed up and she was asking real smart questions from right off the bat. And she was getting prepared. And every single class, she was there first. She had the biggest smile on all the time. And and every time it was time to help her, she took the feedback and the encouragement and the direction so graciously. There was never any shame in her game. It was all about, thanks for looking out for me. And folding in the help at every turn so that she was always just moving it forward and her whole team rallied everybody. I'm so proud of all the people that she trained with. I'm so proud of her community. I'm really impressed with their ability to stay strong during these challenging times. And I, I want only the best things for that facility. And thank you to the other facilities that picked her up and started helping her start her career, teaching in three places right out of teacher training. That's awesome. So anyway, friends, again, there's nothing you can't do when you want something so much that you're willing to put yourself out there. You know, we have a saying, teacher training doesn't change who you are, it reveals who you are. And that's that's not a bad thing. That's a thing to understand that you have strengths and you have courage and you have a goal that is worthy no matter what you deserve the life that you want. You deserve to love what you do and do what you love. And I hope you do. And just that whole conversation where somebody was like, oh, it's 40, you're going to go downhill. Well, you know, if that's true for that person, then that's true for that person. But I love that she got to step in and say, actually, you can look forward to a lot of good things in your in your 40s. And I, I'm 52 and a half now. And on my way back to my best, I got to say, there is something really special about owning your power, owning your gifts and owning your dharma, you know, and then following through. Your dharma is what you're here to do. And Annalisa, she didn't earn what she's doing. She claimed it. And I'm so happy. I'm so glad I called her. Friends, thank you so much for listening to Light Not Might. Again, this is the podcast that celebrates people getting out of their way to live in their true power, aware and delighted in their own worth. You have innate talent, you have innate gifts, and I know sometimes it sounds cheesy or disingenuous, but people come to this path because they know that they deserve more, they want more. And we are in a moment right now where I know the folks who have physical studios are in for some challenging times making ends meet. But we're also in a time right now, unprecedented technology awaits so that every single yoga teacher can be their own brand. and Every single yoga teacher can make their own channel, make their own social media accounts happen where the people who are going to pick up what they're putting down are out there. You know, think about it. Back in the day, you would roll in to take a class and it was 
kind of like rolling the dice on who was teaching. Like, hopefully they did a good job. Hopefully you liked them. Well, nowadays you can just find your teacher. You know, it's, it's so exciting to think that there is someone for everyone. And as teachers, remember, if they're not catching what you're throwing, that's okay. There's somebody out there for them. You do you, boo. I like to say, change your audience. Never change your message. Okay? Do it your way, full blast with ultimate kindness, and only good things are going to happen for you. Just like we were saying, me and Jake talking about what I learned on the radio from Bono recently, preach what you want to hear. And that's so much about what we're doing here at my house. The pivot for Danielle Day is that I'm going to just keep walking my talk. I, I did not have a good COVID round one lockdowns. Phase one went from March to October and I had, I learned some things about how to really lean into <laughs> leisure and it didn't work for me. So I want to thank my husband, my best friend, and all my wonderful teacher trainer alumni like Alana Lisa carrying on the light and helping me come back to my best. And friends, I hope that you as well are enjoying a healthy and happy holiday season and that you look forward to an exciting 2021. You really can have the life that you imagine and you really deserve to love what you do, to do what you love. Thank you so much for listening to Light Not Might. You can look forward to new episodes dropping every Monday where we're just going to have fun conversations that hopefully inspire you. And if you want to be on the podcast, send me an email, danielle at openupyogatt.com. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful and peaceful rest of your day. Namaste. Namaste.